What if you could send one email that dramatically improved customer loyalty, increased customer satisfaction, saved you thousands, perhaps even hundreds of thousands of dollars, and had the potential to make you more money? Would you send that email? I bet you would. Today we're talking about customer surveys, why you need to send them, what are some of the best practices, and how they can dramatically improve your bottom line. Hey, thanks for joining me. My name is Shalene Johnson, and today that's what we're talking about here on Build Your Tribe. We're talking about surveying your customers, and this is something we often probably do on, I hope you're doing, on social media, especially with the use of the polls on both TikTok and Instagram, and now even on YouTube. It's so invaluable to actually know what it is your customers like, what it is they love, what it is they are not responding to. You don't have to guess today. Today with social media, like back in the day, I always say back in the day, because you know, you've got two hosts to build your tribe. One is a young buck and the other one is, shall we say, wiser. She's been around the block. She's been here long enough to remember the, a time when the only way you could figure out what it is your customers liked is you had to survey them in person. There was no email. I'm really dating myself. There were no digital surveys. There was no social media. Today, you don't have to guess, but I think a lot of us are still in that habit of like, okay, I've gotta be the genius marketer. I have to know what my customers want, what my customers like, what my customers prefer, how they want me to price this, what names they respond to, all of those things. You don't have to do that. So let this be your reminder. And today, I'm gonna to break it all down for you. First of all, the reasons why we need to survey our customers is that's how we figure out what they're satisfied with and what they're dissatisfied with. I mean, we can all guess, but I can think of so many times when we've surveyed our customers thinking we we're gonna get one outcome or they were gonna give us you know, what part of a particular program they really appreciated the most or liked the most or what was most valuable to them. And so many times we've been wrong. I mean, so many times it's not even funny. And every time I'm like, see, this is why we have to pull them. The second reason why you want to poll or survey your customers, even if it's a small list, like even if you have like 100 customers, 50 customers, that's enough. This is the only way you're going to improve. Instead of having to constantly go back to the drawing board and figure out like what new product or service you should offer, my recommendation to you is don't do that. <laughs> figure out what's already working and improve upon it. Surveys provide you invaluable feedback so you understand like what pieces you need to improve, what things they really are responding to, what things they want more of, and how you can improve all of your offerings. And the third reason why you want to survey your customers is for brand loyalty. When customers know that the brand is listening, and not just listening, but actually responding and taking action, it's very powerful. Plus, it gives you a legitimate reason to reach out again to send another email. So I was only going to give you three reasons why, but then I realized there's a fourth really big reason why you need to pull your customers. And it's because you want your customers, your clients to feel like they're a part of the culture, right? Like you're building a community. You're not building a dictatorship, which means your community wants to feel like they are a part of what it is you're creating. A guest featured here before on Build Your Tribe and one of my dearest friends, Warren Carlisle. He's the founder of Octo Nation. It's like the world's largest octopus fan club. If you're trying to tell me that you think your weird niche doesn't have enough people, trust me, he's like proof positive that it, it does. And what I love he's done is created this incredible community and a big piece of how they move merchandise is by polling their community and asking them, like, what do you want? What is it you like? What is it you wanna see next? What's exciting to you? 
You don't have to be the creative. Let your community tell you what it is they want. Personally, I think the best way to do this is by using a couple of different tools that I'm going to share with you in just a moment. Most of these have a free version or if not a free version, a very low cost version and they can be implemented into an email. I prefer you to do an email survey, but if you don't yet have an email list, in fact, even if you do have an email list, please also do this on your social media. It's sometimes very interesting to see how people respond on your social versus how they do on your email list. And both are incredibly valuable. If you're going to be doing this with your email list, be sure to segment your list according to what it is you're going to be asking about. So if you're asking a generic question for anyone who might be on your email list, even if they've never been a customer, that's fine. But if you're really looking for more detailed information about customer experience, you want to hear from your customers who purchase from you. You want to hear from people who actually are going to give you an honest opinion. Frankly, the people who, if I look in my database and I look at the customers who have bought every single thing I've ever created, water bottles and journals and workouts and clothing, and they were with me for Powder Blue Days and Smart Success and Marketing Impact Academy, like all the things, that's probably not a good person for me to survey because they're not going to give me a truly honest opinion, like I've already won them over, like they're already family. Do you know what I mean? It's like asking your very best friend, the person who would never want to hurt your feelings for their feedback. You're probably not going to get as honest of an opinion as you're going to get from someone who's, who feels anonymous and doesn't have that same emotional connection to you. So segment your list accordingly. Then you want to craft your questions to be very concise. The shorter, the better. So when I say shorter, I mean the survey length should be short and each question should also be short. People don't like to respond to surveys and we're gonna talk about how to get them to do that in just a moment, but even when you're looking at your questions, read them and reread them and ask yourself, could I be using fewer words? Could I make these questions shorter and more concise? Have multiple people read over the questions and see if maybe you've missed an option, if it's like a multiple choice or if it needs to be a fill in the blank. And be careful that you're not leading the witness. Although you can do that to some extent, and like this is like a little extra added benefit of sending a survey. And I remember a company recently that sent me a survey and I thought, wow, you know what they're doing with the survey? I don't know if it was their intention. It's a monthly membership that I pay for. And I'm like, this is such a good monthly membership. And they kind of illustrated it by asking the questions about how I valued certain things. And it was almost like a reminder and to me, I was like, oh my gosh, I've got to use this more often. Like I'm paying for the service and it is incredibly valuable. And I was reminded how valuable it was just by the way they crafted their questions. And you bet your bottom dollar, I sure did copy and paste all of those questions and I'll figure out how to modify them for our own business. Listen, as an entrepreneur, as somebody who wants to create a bigger brand, make an impact, you've got to take care of your brain. Yes, you have to take care of your body, obviously. But I think we underestimate how important it is. Like this is what gives us the competitive advantage. Yet so many entrepreneurs that I talk to are completely sleep deprived. So I want to talk to you about a supplement that will could possibly help your sleep in a huge way. That's why I want to mention a supplement that almost every person is deficient in naturally, and that's magnesium. Now, magnesium is huge for sleep. I mean, it will change your sleep because most people, like I said, don't even realize that they are deficient in magnesium. But I'm kind of like on this magnesium kick because it has so many other benefits. 
When your magnesium levels are optimal, you're able to relax more, it improves your digestion, it supports muscle recovery, bone density, healthy digestion. It's quite remarkable all the different ways that magnesium has an impact on even our metabolism. Maybe you've done a magnesium supplement in the past and didn't notice much, and that's probably because you were taking a supplement that only had like one or two different forms of magnesium. So I've discovered this supplement that has all seven forms of magnesium, so you don't have to take like seven different pills. It's all in one. It's called Magnesium Breakthrough. You've probably seen me post about it on my Instagram stories. Anyways, I just really think it's something all entrepreneurs need to consider. So I am encouraging you to try it for yourself. You can get yours by using our link. It's at magmagbreakthrough.com forward slash BYT. BYT as in build your tribe. And then when you check out, you want to use that code. You'll see the discount. You'll get another 10% discount when you use the code BYT. So again, it's magbreakthrough.com forward slash BYT. Let me know what you think. I've got to use this more often. Like I'm paying for the service and it is incredibly valuable. And I was reminded how valuable it was just by the way they crafted their questions. And you bet your bottom dollar, I sure did copy and paste all of those questions and I'll figure out how to modify them for our own business. Speaking of getting people to respond to the surveys, obviously length is important. How long should it be? It depends, right? So if we're talking about like in-depth research and you're talking to customers who are making a very big, large purchase, they're probably going to spend a little bit more time on a survey, especially if there's incentive. If it's somebody who is maybe hasn't even purchased yet, they've just landed on your website or they've joined your email list, but they're not a loyal customer yet, they have very little invested in you, so you can't expect them to invest much time in you. To incentivize your customers to respond to those surveys, one of the easiest ways to do that is to put them into a free giveaway. Like, what could you give away? Could it be a consultation? Could it be you're giving away 10 fill in the blanks of whatever it is that you offer. So incentivize them with some type of a drawing or a chance to win, or you could just also give each person who responds a special discount code. People like to be rewarded. Not everyone needs a reward. Some people just love the fact that their voice, their opinion matters, which is why I also encourage you to, at least in one or two of your questions, leave space for them to just tell you what they wanna tell you where you're not giving them just the specific answers you're looking for, you're letting them elaborate. And some people really will. However, to really make a survey valuable, you've got to follow up on what it is you learned. You've got to take action and, and not just in a way that you know benefits you as the company. Let me give you an example of a survey that we did and then we took action and all the information we got, it really benefited us. And I guess you could say it benefited the customer too. And I've shared this once before on Build Your Tribe, but we created a program called, I think we called it Micro Influencer 101 or something like that. And it was crazy. There was so much demand for this program. And then when we launched it, it was like crickets. And we were like, what in the world? Is it the wrong price point? We surveyed, I remember, so we knew it wasn't the wrong price point. It was perfectly priced. And it wasn't until we did a survey of our members based on a hunch that we determined the reason why the program wasn't selling is because most nano and micro influencers don't consider themselves influencers. They consider themselves somebody with a small following. 
And generally speaking, the perception that most of our customers had at the time of someone who's an influencer was someone who had a lot of followers and frankly, wasn't that trustworthy. So we then pulled our members to figure out like, okay, just playing with words. Would you be interested in a course that helped you learn how to become a nano influencer? Would you be interested in a course that taught you how to reach out to brands and get your own deals, even if you have a small following? And the response was like 90 to 10%. It was crazy. People did not think of themselves or want to learn how to be an influencer, but they wanted to know how to secure brand deals. It's the freaking same thing. But if your customer isn't responding to those words, you're losing money. Just sending that one survey made us thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars that otherwise we wouldn't have made because people did not respond to the name. Recently, we did a survey of our members for the Insta Club Hub, which is the Instagram coaching program that Brock and I run together. We would love to have you try Insta Club Hub, and you can. You can try for $7 and you get 14 days of Insta Club Hub. It's pretty freaking cool. And you'll be able to see exactly what it is I'm about to tell you about. Anyways, I'm going to put the link to that below this episode. Just click on it. In fact, you can click on it while this is playing right now. And you just enter your credit card for the $7. You can cancel at the end of 14 days and you won't be charged anything. But it gives you a chance to look around and, and really see the value of the Insta Club Hub. So we pulled our members. This is about a year ago. And we assumed that the number one most valuable asset of the Insta Club Hub were the monthly live interactive trainings that Brock and I do. And we have other members of our team that join us. And we do those twice a month. We thought for sure that was going to be, because it's incredibly valuable, right? And it's always like very up to date. We're always like teaching like what's going on right now. Or, you know, like how do you, I don't want to say hack the algorithm, but like how do you know like what's working and what's not? What's a waste of time? What's worth your time? And we assumed like that was going to be the most valuable thing that people loved about the membership. And much to our chagrin, much to our surprise, it wasn't. It ranked very close to second, like almost tied with second and third. But the number one response that people found the most valuable about the club was that they had the ability to customize what things they were learning. So they loved the fact that if they were like already pretty advanced in Instagram, they could customize like where they started and they knew what level they were going to be at, which was amazing. So what that helped us do is do a better job of really cleaning up the content so that you only were watching things that you just, you didn't know. And we weren't assuming that people did or didn't know anything. You literally take a quiz to know where it is you should start. Just making that one simple change. I mean, our customer reviews are through the freaking roof. And frankly, so are their results. It's pretty incredible if you watch the people who are actually implementing what they're learning, which, you know, the quick, super quick lessons, they get incredible results. That's another great way to use surveys. You can use surveys to figure out who your best customers are and reach out to them to encourage them to be testimonials, your success stories, like you wanna brag about them. But there's so many other ways that you can highlight and spotlight your most successful customers. And everybody loves a little PR. Now let's talk about free online tools that you can use for your surveys. Well, there's of course Google Forms, which is free and it's a tool that allows you to create surveys and forms and it collects all the responses. It's very easy. 
You can embed this on your website or you can actually embed it into your email. Personally, I love using SurveyMonkey. I think SurveyMonkey is awesome. I do think it's a paid program. I know we pay for it, but maybe they've got a free version too. Oh, they do. They do. They do offer a free plan with some of the features, but it's so cool the way it allows you to create these surveys and then just the way it breaks everything down for you. And again, you can embed it into your email or onto your website. Three additional options include Typeform, Qlaroo, and Optin Master. Optin Master is a cool option because, option, Optin, because it allows you to create these really cool pop-ups that you can put on your website because let's face it, sometimes the best time to survey your customers is like when they're in the best mood, right? Which is oftentimes right after a survey. How many times have you left a website and immediately you get a pop-up that says, hey, would you be willing to tell your friends about this? Like, what was your experience? That's the perfect time to send a survey. And that's kind of the last thing I wanted to leave you with is consider the timing of your survey. No one has time. Very few people open emails, even though email is the way to go, right? But you've got to get people excited to open an email and not many people are like, hey, I'm super excited to just give you 10 minutes of my day for a discount, you know, you've got to make it enticing for them. That boils down to your subject lines. So as an extra added bonus, I would like to recommend that you check out our video episode, or if you're listening on the audio episode, listen to the episode we did on ChatGPT prompts, because ChatGPT is a wonderful way for you to develop better questions for your surveys, better subject lines for your emails, and better copy on all of your website pages. So if you haven't already, please be sure to listen to that episode of Build Your Tribe. I think you're going to find, actually, we've done quite a few ChatGPT episodes, and it's just a great way to boost your business. Remember, keep your surveys short, sweet, to the point. Think about the timing of them and use them more often than you think. Hey, it was my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun and then be done. Ladies and gentlemen, we're done. I'll see you soon.